The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. All right, guys. I think it's coming to that time now where we can preach the gospel. We should have been preaching the gospel a long time ago. (laughs) So, okay. Before we uh, go into all of that, just um, if there's anyone else that's going to be streaming, um, we'll give them an opportunity. But um, what did you guys think of last week's message on intimacy? Frank, let's start with you. Yeah, for me is that you can't like you know um, know God unless you have a relationship. It's the same like in many times Jesus always ascribed. Um, like the body of Christ as a bride, mm-hmm. you you if you get married, you know what? Like one thing I told her, told my wife is that you know we might have known each other far long, yeah. but when we got married, we really got to know each other. Yeah. So you can't. So a, a bride and a bridegroom has an intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. So God wants us to have an intimate relationship with Him. Yeah. So in order to understand Him, to see things He sees, because you know what? A lot of times Jesus, God says. Our way is not his way, our thoughts are not our, our, his thoughts. Mm. So, we're going to have the mind of Christ. So, in order to understand someone like you, you've married your wife, yeah. in order to get to know her, you have to build a relationship, a close relationship. Yeah. That's how you walk together. Yeah. That's how God God wants us to walk. He wants us to get to know him deeper, have a deeper experience of him, to see the way he sees, not according to the world. Mm. You see, if you, you see, sometimes, you know, many times I've seen that when you think according to the way of the world, mm. there's always barriers, always obstacles. It seems impossible. Yes. But yes. God, you know, when, when you walk with a revelation with God, God opens your eyes. Mm. You see things easier. Mm. The world oh, makes good, everything Frank. impossible. Like, yeah. impossible this, impossible yes. that. But when God makes any the impossible possible, mm. so He wants to give that power, that victory, yeah. which you'll never get in the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to be an overcomer. That's very good, Frank. And I thought you weren't listening. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the only thing that, that he didn't say is you it's can't really have nice. a relationship with someone you don't know. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> finished talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, on, you know, um, we, are, we are a very blessed people um, in the sense that the time that we're living in oh. and... Unfortunately, things are going to get darker and darker. Yeah. And we are seeing it. There's some people that's dabbling in some seriously dark stuff. Mm. Um, and, and it's so easy to slip into fear. And it's so easily um, to try and use faith and you actually don't know him. Yeah. You don't have that intimate relationship with him. And it's hard. And that's why I started off with 1 Corinthians 13 and I spoke about the, uh, it's like the mechanisms of faith. Yeah. You know, you, you try, you, you can have faith, but 
we, we're just telling you that it's not going to move no mountain mm. yeah. because you actually don't know him intimately. You've got no relationship with him. There's no personal experience. And the, the word that he gave me last time, and it's been we've been building on and building on and building on, it's the word intimacy. Yeah. Um, and intimacy is so powerful. And like I said, you know, um, it, it's just so interesting how, how the Lord has been taking us on a journey. I don't know if you've noticed. Mm. He's been taking us on a journey. He, he starts off with telling us that He's our Father. Remember, we went through that. Yeah. And then after that, we spoke about how much He loves us. Mm. And then from there, we spoke about faith, so that you know how to use your faith for those type of things. And then um, he's, he's now taking us into a deeper a, a deeper relationship with him. And, you know, um, as I'm, I'm speaking now, you know, there's a difference between preaching and teaching. Mm -hmm. So, teaching, let me tell you something. You know what prophecy is? Prophecy, I'll tell you how prophecy actually happens. A lot of people think this is what prophecy is. Thus saith the Lord, just out of nowhere. It doesn't work like that. Um, you don't switch on the anointings of the Holy Ghost. And if, you've, if you're not a minister and you're not called into the fivefold ministry, you won't understand those things. But prophecy is really just inspired preaching. As you are preaching under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you'll start prophesying. And it, you'll see that many, many, many times under the Old Covenant. So, uh, people get that, oh, the, the, the prophecy teachings is so wrong. It's just, it's just wrecked. Um, they also teach prophecy from an old covenant perspective as well, and it's wrong. Talking about the old covenant, you know, if you look at the temple, and uh, Marius and the girls were here in the week, and we were talking about that, and we were, we were talking about... The, the temple of God, that, which sits on the temple mount in Jerusalem. Mm. And you've got the outer court, you've got the inner court, and then you've got the Holy of Holies. And you had to come and cleanse yourself before you could even come onto the temple mount. And then there were sacrifices and there was offerings that had to, before you could even come into the outer court. And you couldn't go, you couldn't go in beyond that. And it was only the priest that could go in there once a year, beyond the veil, into the Holy of Holies, just once a year. And he had to go through a whole lot to get there. And guess what? I can see the Spirit of God is taking us there with this thing, with this topic on intimacy. Especially with the talk of the Holy yes. Spirit. Yes, yes. Because it was the Holy Spirit that was there you know, in the Holy of Holies. Yeah. And here we are, and the Spirit of God wants to take us into uh, the Holy of Holies. And I'm, I'm not saying that we're not there. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm talking about intimacy. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people that are not even on the Temple Mount. If I'm talking about from a virtual perspective, mm -hmm. you know, they're not even there. They're not even close to... To um, that place where God dwells, and so it's almost like they're looking from a distance and saying, "I could never go." Yes, there. I'm not worthy, yeah. and it's because uh, that's what condemnation and yeah. shame does. It yeah. keeps you so far away. 
and guilt keeps yeah. you so far away from the presence of God. Yeah. You don't want to go close to Him. And and so God wants to um, pull us in to the Holy of Holies so that we can chill with Him, you know, and He actually wants to talk with us. And it's in that place that He wants to form a bond with us mm. he, he, because He likes you. <laughs> Yeah, she actually likes you. Yeah, and you know, it's like I said before as well. The term love, and even with our clothing brand, you know, I'm just slipping this in. Oh, <laughs> um, where's my order? <laughs> did you see that? If did you see that first? You know, um, a, a lot of people, you know, they slap John three sixteen on a shirt. Oh, God loves you, and people have heard that so much. It just it's lost its power. They use the word love to easily. Yeah. So it's like I said last week, I can sit and tell you over and over and over, God loves you, God loves you, God loves you. But he wants more than that. Because the the problem with that is you're still going to sit chip still. Oh, God loves me, you're going to feel good. But it, there's there's still going to be that, that lonely awkwardness, that silence. Yeah. That there's no communication going on. Bubble up That's it. And he's... He's looking for that intimacy and he wants that bond formed. And it's in that place where you communicate with him and you are aware of him and you know he's here. And, you know, like I was saying to Megan as well. Uh, sorry, Andy, I'm just... No. Um, Andrew's got a good message for tonight and I'm going to let him preach. Uh, <laughs> but um, I've been to so many services where... And the preachers aren't doing it on purpose. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're doing their best as well. They're also walking in all the light that they have. Mm -hmm. But they'll say things like this. Oh, the Holy Ghost is here. Do you feel him? You know, stuff like that. And it's almost as if, hey, he wasn't here before. Mm. But he just showed up now. He's visiting. Because I played a certain <laughs> song or I said a certain word. I said a certain word. Like they say, uh, we got a special guest tonight. Yes, or that's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Or, or um, you know, we we played a particular instrument, or I spent some extra time in prayer, mm. Mm. and now I can sense the Holy Ghost is here. Mm. You know, they talk as if the Holy Ghost showed up now for the first time. The problem w with that is, you know, I can say. Um, Oh yeah, about the about the the praise and worship, and then they act like the Holy Ghost arrived here for the first time. Mm. So, if you are a baby Christian, you're gonna go home and you're gonna have this idea. Oh, so he wasn't here, mm. and then you're gonna think to yourself, okay, if he wasn't here at the church, he's definitely not gonna be with me yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah, you know, because I catch on all that catechord, you know. <laughs> And we've, you know, it's it's a level of immaturity. Yeah. And it's a level of ignorance. And the devil takes advantage of you. Now, you're trying to be in faith. Something's come up and you need God. And guess what? You feel so alone. Mm. And you're not convinced, hey, if, if the Holy Ghost is not even going to be in the church, that's his sanctuary, Moses. Yeah. Where is he still going to be here by me? Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have that type of attitude. So, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying intimacy is, I mean, I mean, faith has now a few meanings that we've, know, that yeah. we've rectified. Intimacy, 
um, uh, confidence. confidence. Yes. That's it. And yeah. Very good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I was just gonna say quickly, and I feel I feel bad that we've hijacked his message right now. <laughs> we are looking forward to it, eh? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just wanted to say quickly, if like I find this time that I've been spending with the Lord, like getting to know Him, um, like on a a higher level, if I can mm. say that, because I don't know what level I was on, um, is the moment you feel when when pressures come, you know, because pressures come, yeah, everyone yeah, it gets does. them, yeah. It's when you fall for that pressure mm. that you can tell that fear is around. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And what we need to learn to do in a situation like that is, is acknowledge, oh, okay, there's still a lot of fear here. I need to draw near to God more. Yeah. Instead of letting that um, fear tidal wave you, yes. you're supposed to stand your ground and go, oh, okay, I see there's a problem here. Uh, instead of like being all um, like run over by this whole thing and going, yeah. oh no, I can't fix this. Oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, rather say, okay, I acknowledge there's fear. Yeah. yeah. I'm still scared. Mm-hmm. Okay, which means I'm not close enough to God. I yes. need to draw yeah. nearer. Yeah. Then you and that's total you... peace, right? Pardon? Then you have total peace. Right? You will definitely experience yeah. peace. Yeah. Um, and then, like the Lord said to me, the scripture that says, "Draw nigh to me, and I'll draw nigh to you." Yeah. Mm. Why do you think that happens? Why do you think he draws nigh to us? Because we're drawing nigh to him. So he's coming closer. He's never moved. He's always there. The moment we step closer to him, obviously he comes closer. He's never moved. Mm. He's never left us nor forsaked us. So Mm. when you take that step to step closer to him, he's ultimately going to be closer to you. He he wants... I like that. He wants to talk to you. You know, he wants to show himself to you. He wants that intimacy with you. He wants to communicate with you. He wants to give you visions. He wants to give you dreams. He doesn't want to just give it to the ministry. Yeah. You know, he he wants you to have that intimacy with him. He wants that bond. He Mm. craves that bond. You don't have to talk him into it. He's trying to talk you into it. Yeah. And... I promise you this, when that intimacy is formed, when that bond is formed, when you're in the Holy of Holies with Him, and you hear Him for yourself, it makes all the difference in the world. And you know, like I sent a message to uh, Susan and Francois this morning about the fact that like... Uh, like God is always speaking, yeah. Mm. Yeah. and something that, Thank like, ah, oh, no problem. Uh, it's something that I didn't realize when I was younger. I was under the impression that He's going to speak to you, yeah, once you ask Him something, yeah. But He's talking all the time because right. He is a Father, yeah. Uh, even though, like, a lot of Christians, they don't have that revelation yet. Yeah, He is a Father, like right now. Mm. He is a Father, yeah, and we got to still grow. As children of God, and we still got to grow up as sons and daughters, yeah. you know. But he's speaking all the time. Yeah, he's definitely talking all the time. But we don't hear because we haven't taken the time to form that bond with yeah. him. Yes. But I tell you what, um, it hits different when you've heard him for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you've had a prompting of the Spirit mm-hmm. for the first time. When he tells you, do this, and it turns out right. Mm. 
Yeah. It hits different. You're like, wow, I heard him. Yes, yeah. And now when something happens and you need him to step in, guess what? You've been in that secret place. Yeah. Wow, that bond, yeah, that <laughs> bond is formed. Yeah. You see, that bond is formed. And it's in that place where you know and where you say, hey, Dad, I need you to, to sort this out. And there's just that quiet confidence there. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to try and shout. You don't have to stand there to the mountain, talk 300 times to the mountain. Yes. None of that. And that is what made Satan mad. And he was still so mad about it, he stirred the Pharisees up about it too. They said the exact same thing about Satan. Uh, that Satan said to Jesus, How dare you call him your father? You know, and it was in that place of intimacy that God just showed Himself strong. Yeah, you never have to try and talk God into being on your side. Yeah, that that makes sense, Trevor, because that's when Jesus said as well that He only says what He hears His Father says. Yes. Yes. He only does that's what He sees Father does. That's it. So that means it was like. Yeah. So, so, yes. so what is the focus then for us? The focus for the rest of this year is to, to form that intimacy, form that bond, get to know Him. Yes. Get to know Him. Come to that place where you are prompted by the Spirit. Come to that place where the Holy Ghost says something to you. He gave you a dream. He gave you a vision. He spoke to your heart. And where you hear him for yourself, mm. you can't be talked out of it. Yeah. Um, man, I tell you, you, you will see it will affect your faith. Mm. Yes. As opposed to us just going through the motions. Yeah. I'm hearing another faith message. Yeah, that's good. And you're trying to believe God, trying to believe God. You hear all these good things, but you're not convinced. Mm. And faith works. Yeah. God can do the impossible. He, he parted the, the Red Sea. Yeah. Whenever you say that, you know, that confidence, or, or when you tell other people and they say, Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. You know, that, that's when I remember what the words that you say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they don't know. Another thing is, it reminds me in the Garden of Eden when Adam walked with God, walked with Adam. Yeah. He had a close intimacy. But when Adam fell, yeah. it was a bridge. But you know what? He said, Jesus. Uh, as, That's a, right. as a as a bridge yeah. That's of right, love Frank. to each other, and the thing is, is that you know uh, he wants to have the same intimacy. His heart desires to know you, to love you, yes, to embrace you like a father has. And the fact that you know a lot of people, like you said, John three sixteen, yeah, like he gave his only begotten son to die. I mean, that's deep. I mean. Yeah. It's like, would you give yes, your own kid yes, yes. up to save up your... your, your it is villain? deep. That, that's a deepness. It is yeah. deep. You're 100% correct. Isn't it interesting, now that Frank mentioned it, it's that sin that pulled Adam away from the yes. father. They've, he fell out of fellowship. Yeah. Yes. And the intimacy broke. And like that's happening a lot today. Um, there are people that, that hold on to their sin. And they don't even realize it. Yeah. It's pulling them away from the Father. Yeah. Like, yes, Jesus took us in. He really did. I believe that yeah. with my heart. Yeah. But like in, in the natural, when people still mess with sin, it uh, clogs up their spiritual ears. Yeah. Their hearts uh, grow harder and harder. Did Isn't you it cool? Say? It's almost like God is trying to recreate the Adam and Eve of walking in the cool of the day with the Father. Yes. Absolutely. That is something that you said, uh, Jeff, as well, that actually you know, stood out to me. So we were talking about that 
uh, uh, one family where the uh, wife was a Christian, she converted to Islam. Yes, yes, yes. When you said to me, if a person's willing to do that, yeah. there was never in the first place a relationship. Yeah. Never, never. never. Yes. That stood out so yeah. strong to me because any person that but that's a believer, yeah. that's willing to do that. Yeah. A genuine believer. Genuine yes. believer. Uh, we'll never do that. Because why would you? Why would you walk away from life to go to death? Yeah. Exactly. That means they've never experienced exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same like, you know, the advice is to show another truth. So if you know the truth, yes. Why would you believe in a lie? Yeah. 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 And the thing is, with the strange thing with Adam and Eve, is that because they sin, they cover themselves. They separate. God never separated Himself from them. And that's the thing we do a lot. Frank! God, God, God <laughs> wants to speak. He's there. He's there. He's waiting for you. People say, oh, you know what? I know where God is. They look at their circumstances situation. You know, God says, no, don't look at your circumstances. Yeah. Don't look at your situation. I was in that same deal with, with, yeah. with the house and everything. Yeah. I was crying. I was looking. I said, God, what do I do? Yeah. God says, don't focus. Focus on the fact that uh, focus on me, yeah. focus on my victory. Yes. Yeah. The minute I took my mind off the stress yes. of the of the pain for, to, for the for the place and stuff, is the day that I that I got free from it. Yes. The day my place got sold. So the the thing is, it it, it depends on us. Mm. You See, think he's not talking to you? <laughs> he told you, but the thing is, we talk so much, now. Yeah. I mean, if you if you have a wife, like I talk a lot to her. I talk a lot, but I don't give her a chance to talk. <laughs> Yeah. See, <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, like God says, instead of talking, listen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hear my voice. I, I can, I, I don't That's not good, Frank. That's really good. And you know what? I think the problem is that circumstances talk loud. Yeah. And you're supposed to shut that up with the confessions that we're supposed mm. to be making. Yes, say, yes. Mm. What is I doing with Psalms 91? Take what? authority. Mm. Yes, well, what is I saying the Lord said to me that Psalms 91, the first couple of scriptures, yeah. it's like entering into the secret place of the Most High under mm. the shadow of the Almighty. Mm. Mm. That is that intimate relationship with the Father where you will be in that position where you say, he is my God, in Him I trust. Yeah. Yes. You will have the confidence to say that. Yeah. It's the same thing that when Jesus was being tempted by Satan, yeah. He spoke back to him. Yes. If He could speak to the devil and rebuke the devil and uh, 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 defeat the devil with His words, can't we do the same thing? We God can. We've been given the power to do that. Yeah. Hey, Frank, were you listening to the podcast this week? <laughs> <laughs> well done, man. I tapped into your, into your, into your spirit. Reverend <laughs> Frank, what else? I'm not, I'm greedy. Well if done, If you're going to give, I will take everything. <laughs> you the Joyce Meyer said you have to be a spiritual pig and yeah. take it all. Yeah. Let's be hungry. Yeah. And, you know, guys, it boils back to this. And now, like, I'm so much more aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit. I think one morning when Megan sat in this chair, this is this is actually my chair. And, and Megan sits there. But in the morning, we swap around. I sit there. She and sits this, here. This is my chair. No, <laughs> no one takes Andrew's chair. But anyway. Because the Bible's after the lamp is yeah. open. Yeah, and I read the Bible in the morning. So... She said, um, man, it just hit home when she said, she was under the anointing when she said it. And she said, like, don't you think it's just powerful that the one person, the, the one person of the Godhead that is here in the earth today is the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. 
Just the way she said it, it was like I said, it was under the anointing. Because when I heard that, it floored me. Yeah. And I'm like, the helper, the teacher of the church, like the comforter. This is the, this is the person that you're having an He's intimate young. relationship Be, with. Because people do say, like, I, I wish Jesus was here. So they can ask say him. that. I've, I've heard it. As if there's no one else to replace yeah, him. Yeah. And Jesus said, I have to I have to leave and I'm going to yeah. send yeah. the comforter. Yes. Another. Yeah. So that yeah. you don't feel like orphans. Yeah, how did he put it? Um, it's you were saying it's beneficial. Yes. That, that I go. It's yeah. expedient. It's more expedient. It's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, guys. This is what the Lord's been showing me so much yeah. is that we have the Holy Spirit, the power of God in with us right now, and nobody is acknowledging Him. Yeah, mm. it's like, oh. and I just said to myself like the other morning, I was like, to think about it. In the natural, I think I would be alone here, mm. and I'm not. Mm. There's another person walking around here with me, mm. the Holy Ghost. You mm. know, just being aware of His presence, yes. I, just just coming to that place. I don't need to play a certain track. Yeah. I don't need to play a certain song. I don't need to to pray a special prayer. Yeah. I don't need to do this. He's already here. Yeah. I just got to accept it. Yes. Whether my whether I can sense him or not, I must just come to terms with it. He's here, period. If we if we can come to that place. Mm-hmm. And like even now, I don't feel that he's here, but guess what? I don't need to feel that he's here. Exactly. He's still here. He is here. You're he's right. A yeah. He's still here. He wants to be here and he wants to communicate with us and he wants to energize us and he's, he wants to build up our faith yeah. and mm-hmm. he wants to spoil us and, and he, he wants to have intimacy. Yeah. And he is speaking to every single yeah. one of us. Yeah. Yes. And he uses yes. our voices the same way a demon would use a wicked yeah. person's voice. Mm. <coughs> you know, Gerald, also when I was doing my podcast, I actually Lord gave me vision like that, and I actually mentioned on there. It's like I said, while well, a, a person's like a, a believer, it's like a boat, yeah, but it's like the boat had a lot of holes. And I said, as long as there's holes, the water's gonna come in, that boat's not gonna come up. Yeah. That's right. But the moment you start plugging that holes up, what's gonna happen? That boat's gonna, You're gonna go up. That's right. And that, that, that holes represent worldly influences in our relationship yeah. to the Lord. Start plugging yeah. up that holy worldly influences. Marius, that's good. Eh? And your relationship with the Lord will start flo- will start floating up. In other words, priorities. Yes, yes. What's priorities. What you let yeah. into the boat will influence how you yeah. feel. Yes. Keep the water outside. Yes, keep the exactly. water influence out and keep your place with God special. And we'll be left at that. Okay, that was our introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Remember. <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining <laughs> and for other materials. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, let's just take a moment to thank him for his presence Amen. and thank him that he's here. And then Andrew can go ahead. Father, we thank you. 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 You know what? Without you, we are nothing. Yes, Lord. Yes. But it's so amazing. You got a big smile on your face, and you're like, "No, in my eyes, you are everything." Yes, it's why I gave you my son. And those words that still ring in my ears to this day: "I refuse to spend eternity without mm. you." But we focus so much on other things, Father. 
We focused on how much you love us and there's nothing wrong with that. And we focus so much on how much you are our father and we are your children and there's nothing wrong with that. And focus so much on faith and there's nothing wrong with that. But we did not focus on how much you crave intimacy with us. Mm. We did not focus on how much you long to hear our voices communicating with you, not with each other, and ignoring you. And like you said, you don't have to struggle to get me to show myself strong. I want to show myself strong, but I can't do it when you're ignoring me. Mm. Yes. I can't do it when you don't have a bond with me. And you're trying and you're struggling so hard to get me to move because you've got no faith for me to use. And so, Dad, I thank you so much for helping us. Helping us grow up, helping us mature and helping us form that special bond with you. Hmm. And we thank you that you are here tonight. We don't have to struggle to get you to come. We don't have to sing a special song. We don't have to say special words. We don't need to pray our first. You are already here because you want to be here. And so tonight, Father, we healed ourselves to you. We healed ourselves to your spirit. And Father, we, we pray none of us, None of us, but all of you, none of Andrew, none of me, none of us, Lord. This is important. None of us. Everything has got to be you. They have got to see and hear from the Holy Spirit tonight, not from us. We're just a vessel. That's all we are. They've got to hear you. This is important. So, Lord, you help them to see you. Help them not to see us. We're just a vessel. Mm -hmm. You are the most important person. And we want to hear what our dad has to say. Amen. Mm -hmm. And we healed our tongues to your precious Holy Spirit. And we call this meeting anointed. And we call this meeting blessed in Jesus' name. And now, Father, I pray for everyone here. I pray that you will give them eyes to see what you are saying, ears to hear what you are saying, and a heart that understands. Something, Lord, that the devil can never, ever take away from them. And I give you the praise and the glory and the honor for it because you're a good father and you deserve the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You see that prayer right there? That's different. That, that comes from intimacy. I'm confident that he's going to do what he's going to do because he's a good dad. I've got that, that, that bond with him. Amen. So I've got no worries. Amen. Amen. Go for it, Andrew. Okay, so I'd like to start off by asking like everyone, how would they define the love of God? Because everyone's obviously got like a different viewpoint on it. Everyone's um, experienced the love of God differently. So I would like everyone to... It doesn't have to be long. It can be long, if you guys want. Because <laughs> I know we've got some preachers. Uh, Frank, like you just passed your uh, chaplain's course. So, like everyone, uh, how would you guys define the love of God? He's my daddy, my father. I like that. <laughs> okay. Frank, say it. The thing is, it's like, he wants to walk with you. He mm -hmm. wants to feel pain. You, want, you see, the thing is, 
he wants to he wants to know your heart. Mm. Yeah. He wants to know you in a way that you he wants you to have a deep understanding of yourself. Because yeah. basically, sometimes I see God as a mirror, mm. and he, he wants to reflect not what's the outside but what's inside of me. Mm. See, mm. like mm. there's a scripture that sticks a lot to me called. No great love is a man's willing to lay down his life to fill a man. Mm. Mm. I mean, w- w- yeah, many times where during the war and like that, where there's an angle nade, mm. and yeah. you know what, someone jumps in. Yes, and, yes, yeah. You know, because they know if that grenade explodes, they're all going to die. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? He does it out of love. Yes. He loves his, he yeah. loves his, his, yeah. his, his friends, Very his companions. Good. <laughs> Very good. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like if you tell someone, you know, today, would you, uh, if you ask which one of you will be the first to lay down your life for mm. me, they would think. But it yeah. shouldn't be hesitation. You yeah. should be, be quick. Mm. Yeah, like that's, that person that's who gave up his life for his... Uh, 1 John 3.16, I love that scripture. Mm. I love it. That's so awesome, man. What are you talking about? You love the whole Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Susan, like on the money, Frank, definitely. Like awesome. Um, who else? I'm just thinking like there's a, a scripture in um, which I always like. I can't say it's my go-to love scripture, but um, I feel weird. Everyone's staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it is in First John 5 when it talks about um, if you know that he hears you, then mm. you know you have the confidence. Yes, yes. Um, and whatever you ask him, you'll receive of him. And it talks so much about the confidence. Mm. Like... And again, going back to that intimacy, when you know him, yeah. when you know him, and we've said this how many times, the know they talk about in the word is that intimate relationship mm. that a husband and wife have, that it's that kind of intimate relationship that you have with a father that I know I can trust you. Yeah. Like I know. Yeah. You, you can tell me whatever you want. You can say you saw him somewhere talking to a woman or whatever. Mm. I'm going to laugh at you mm. because I know him. Mm. I know who he is. I know what he stands for. I like you can you can try whatever you want. You know that mm. all of Trevor's intentions toward you are good. Yes. He's got your back. He's looking exactly. out for you and, and he's leading you down the right path. And I know that there isn't anything that yeah. I can't ask him that yes. he will not do for me. Yeah. Mm. Like I'm not even kidding. Yeah. And that is how we have to be with God. Yes, That intimate relationship with Him. That's why I love that scripture because it's like when you know, like you know Him, Mm. you know that whatever you ask Him, Mm. you know He hears you. And because you know He hears you, you already know you have the petitions that you've asked for. There's no doubting or nothing. You are so confident you're so fully persuaded like Abraham was that no one can talk you out of it no one and let me say this like if someone starts talking about the word in a person's presence and if they get irritated yeah then they don't know him yes. because it's yeah. God's word yeah it's it's who God is um and let me let me throw this in you know in first John chapter 4 it says if you know him you know that he is love yeah a lot of people think that he is hate yeah a lot of people have got this idea that he's angry that he's ready to pounce he's ready to fight sorry 
you've got no scripture yeah. to back that up because he is love. Why does he need to be angry? The sin problem has been sorted. Right? Yes. If yeah. someone doesn't want to accept it, they don't want to accept it. Yeah. Why does he need to make a fuss about it? And yeah. isn't there a scripture in the Old Testament with the rainbow that says, this is my son that I will yes. never be mm. angry with yeah. again? Yeah. Now, yeah. something that I have discovered about him, something that I've learned about him, as I have formed this friendship with him, that I've formed this bond with him, where we've formed this intimacy together, Every time he gives me a phrase or he tells me something, it's about love. Yeah. Yes. It's, um, it's something about love. It, because it has to be, because mm. it has to line up with the scriptures. Yeah. Yes. It has to be because love loves yes. us. Yes, it has to. <laughs> and every good gift comes from him. Every, yes. every good gift. And he is gift. love. Yeah. He is love. Yeah. So. so things like he said, I refuse to spend eternity without yeah. you. Yeah. That's love. Yes. And I yeah. learned that about him. So every time he, he talks to me, and that came from a time of friendship, mm-hmm. he, he would say things like this to me. Um, did you know that when you're in faith, it's like you're giving me a present? Because it says it's impossible to please God without yes. faith. Yes. Oh, yes, that's good. Yeah. That is good. So he says to me, it's like a gift. Yeah. So these are, those are all things of love. So, yeah. It's actually funny, um, now that you say that, you know, like in the natural, if people come to you and they're drawing on a person and they're putting their faith in a person, sometimes the the person gets irritated about that. Yes. But God, on the other hand, he gets excited about this. Yes. And I remember there was this, and you'll remember him, there was this guy, he was living on the streets. Oh, yeah. Every day he used to sit in front of my place where I worked and I started (coughs) giving him food, like every day. And I did that out of the goodness of my heart. But he abused that and he told a bunch of other homeless people to come to the (coughs) shop. Now, I wasn't working to feed like all the homeless people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I also got my own things. And like he he really abused that. And a bunch of them were standing at the shop and they said uh, they were told to come here because there's a guy handing out free food. And Frank, you know, <laughs> and that that was irritating toward me. Yeah. These guys are putting their trust in me. Yeah. And I'm not their savior. Yeah. You know, and but God again, you know, the more we trust Him, He gets excited about this. Yes. He's like, finally, yes. my children are coming to me. Now it's a different thing if a person's kids come to them. Yeah. That's a different story. You you want that? It's like um, Jesus says. If you know me, you know the Father. Yes. How can you know the Father? But you've got to know Jesus in order to yes. understand the yeah. Father. Yeah. yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. And Jesus says, I'm the way into the life. Sure. So you've got to build a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's the main thing. And the thing is, when it comes to like a relationship, a lot of people, they want God to move in their lives, but they don't want to take the steps and get to know Him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go for it, Susan. But then we know that Father, God, and the Holy Spirit. We know them all then. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, it's also nice when you do it, so saying that uh, that the Lord, the Lord is like you giving God a gift. Yes. Is uh, when you when you when you, when you apply faith. I was immediately thinking of people might be listening, thinking, yeah, but you know, your Bible says you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And but you're so nice to realize that God's given each person a head start, which says He's given each of us a measure of faith. That's right. Yes. That's yeah. right. So, in other words, He's given you something. Yes. It's a, yes, a head start, so you yes. can connect to me. It's your seed. Yes, your seed. 
do something with it yeah. mm. and make me proud. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. It's so like, that's that's quite nice. It's like Trevor said that day, like you're talking about all these wicked people doing all these bad things, and I was wondering to myself, now ask God, I think, because I was getting irritated. So God, why are they doing all these things? Yeah. Why do they, why do they want to hurt the, the fellow man? I mean, if you're my brother, if we walk together, why would I want to hurt you? Yeah. And I asked God, the spirit was irritating me. Mm. And God says, because they don't know me. Yeah. Yeah. And then they remind me of the, how the Pharisees were acting. Yeah. If they knew... If they knew Jesus, they wouldn't act in the way they act. They wouldn't want to stone him. That's and these all these wicked people, they don't know what love is. Yeah. All their hearts is hard. Yeah. Satan has hardened their hearts. Satan has deceived them and lied to them and said to them, uh, 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 "You got to take as much as you can." Uh, all these things because they are they are blind. Yeah. That's what Satan does. But when God sets us free and shows us love, yeah. You see that these. That's why these people did pray. Yeah, instead yeah. of us condemning them and yes. you know, you should pray for them. And God open their hearts. Hundred percent. And if they still reject it, they reject it. That's yeah. their person. They're gonna have to answer yeah. it. So, like God is loving us like all the time, and there's like an exercise that I'd like all of us to do tonight. And I just made a joke earlier, and I said everyone's going to preach for ten minutes. And uh, I know um, everyone, everyone got excited about this. They said yes, you know, sign me up. But uh, let's just go over some scripture showing from the Word how God is loving us, and then we'll get into the exercise. So I hope everyone brought their sweatpants. I'm kidding. Uh, let's go to John. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, John three sixteen, because when I was studying out the love of God. And I remember like just recording all these different love scriptures, eh? And I remember getting up to like one hundred love scriptures. Wow. Yeah. And I still got that page. It's it's in my archives and I realized there's there's a lot more. There's a lot more. Yeah. And I said, I, I can't keep up. There's just too much love scriptures. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're gonna. Because guess what? The Bible's a love. Scripture. Thank you. That's it. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's a love letter to us. <laughs> this whole book is a love letter to us. Well, uh, like when I was studying out the love of God, like in the beginning, I didn't get it yet. Yeah. I didn't get it. And uh, you see, I'm talking about revelation, mm. you know. Yes. And when I did get it, like these following love scriptures, they started like flooding my mind. Yeah. And everything started connecting dots. So, okay, uh, John 3.16, is everyone there? Yeah. yeah. It says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What I love about the scripture is God doesn't, he doesn't have favorites. No. He's you no know, I remember uh, Trevor and I went somewhere one day. And we parked in this one street and uh, Trevor went inside this building and I was looking at everyone walking up and down and it was a, a diverse group of people. There was white people, colored people, black people. And I looked at all of them and I'm, I'm like, wow, God loves everyone. Yeah. And that really stuck out to me, yeah. like yeah. everyone, not just like a, a, you know, a certain race. Uh, I know like uh, the human race, they, there's so much division. Eh? Yeah. But God doesn't think like race. Yeah. No. He, he looks at the human race on the whole and says, just, I love them. Okay, but uh, let's... Just, just before you go there, let's read the next verse. For God sent his son into the world to condemn the world. No, no not <laughs> definitely not. Huh? Not in my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Did he send his son into the world to condemn the world? No. No, no it says God sent not his son 
into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. No condemnation. Mm. But that's love. It is. You can't say you're walking in love and you're condemning. Because mm. he doesn't do that. Mm. You also can't judge. Because yeah. he wouldn't judge. And he has the right to. Yeah. And love is not selfish. So let's go to First John 3.16. And I want to read it from two versions. I'm going to start with the King James. <laughs> A lot of people have heard stories where people say, God, show me that you love me. Sure. Now, he's already done that. Yes. No. He sent Jesus. Like as Amen. if that wasn't enough. Yeah. What's like, First John? First uh, John 3.16. Oh. There's nothing more God can do. Like he, he laid down his own son. Mm -hmm. yes. Like for all of us. Amen. So uh, just let me know when you guys are there. Amen. Amen. Still here in a page turn. Now this scripture, this is actually what Frank was quoting earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, he is quoting uh, the second part of it. But awesome, awesome scripture. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. It says, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. Hereby perceive we. Now, the New Living Translation, it's easier to read, it's easier to understand. Mm -hmm. And it says, we know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. I love that. We know what real love is. Mm. We don't have to question it anymore. Just a question. Uh -huh. Do you even even lay down your life for those in the world? Well, we're supposed to. Mm. We're supposed yeah. to. Because Thank you know what? We are the love of God to them. Mm. Yeah. You know? And, um, for example, where you work in, mm. a lot of those people may be... You're the only love of God they're ever going to see. You know, maybe uh, like yeah. all their, their family members aren't born again. Their neighbors aren't born again. Um, and like you're the only light that they're ever going to see in their lives. That's what Frenchman wants to do in 2540. Yeah. He, he, that's love. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now we can go to Romans 5, 8. And you can see like these scriptures, they, they're all saying the same thing. And they majoring on the fact that Jesus was sent. Yes. Because Jesus is the love of God yes. to Amen. all of us. Amen. We never have to question God's love ever again. Amen. Amen. It says, But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Mine so, says demonstrates. Mine oh, too. and what version? This is the NIV. Okay. Yeah, so that, that impresses me that... While we were thick in sin, God was loving us. Yes. And and if you read chapter 1 of Galatians today, Paul was talking about that exact thing, how yes. the Lord had chosen him before he was even born. Before he was even born, Oaks. So this one, the, the Amplified Classic says, clearly proves. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. It also says that basically in First uh, Peter... Uh, chapter 1 verse 20 that this was God's plan for us like before the foundation of the yes. world mm. like even before we sinned he already had a plan to get us back yeah like sure that's that's love on another wow. level well I was thinking about wow. that this morning when I read the chapter because yeah. I mean what did Paul do he persecuted the church yes yeah. and I mean he was responsible 
for some of them being killed. Mm. And God knew that when yeah. he called him before yes. he was even born. Sure. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to Romans chapter 8. And we're going to be reading 14 and verse 15. Amen. Can I get an amen up in the space? Amen. Romans chapter 8 verse? 14 and 15. King James, Yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. Okay. It says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For he have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but he have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. See, I love that. Like he adopted us. Yes. We need to see us as sons and daughters of God. Yeah. We we need to, we need to make that transition. From you being know? adopted or not wanted. Yeah. To wanted. Yeah. Instead of like, uh, there's there's many that still seem as God on a throne, like mm. so far away. Mm. Yes. You know that oh. is walking and living in us. Go mm. for it. No neglections. No neglections ne- or negativity yeah. or orphans. Yes. yes. No fear. When you let the fear set in, then don't there's let problems. The, yeah. Yes. Sorry. So while we're still in Romans, we're still in uh, chapter eight. Let's look at verse 38 to 39. Amen. This um, is also... I have a bond with him. <laughs> I have a bond with him. Amen. Yeah, that should be the next thing on, on your t-shirt. Oh, Frank. <laughs> oh. <laughs> can, can we keep you here tonight? <laughs> You're flowing, brother. What's happening? You, you light the fire and I, took, uh, I, I add my candle to it. That's what? Oh. You put a flame on it. Um, something about I'm adopted and I've formed a bond with him something like that I like that Mm -hmm. Holy Ghost you just show me the design I'll put it out there maybe that goes on a hoodie (laughs) (laughs) mine first one's mine Amen. 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 Amen excuse me it says for I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, that's deep. Now, in all these scriptures, the focus is on Jesus. Yes. You know, so, yes, there's going to be days where a person feels empty, where a person feels like nothing's happening. But you've got to keep your eyes on Jesus. Like Peter, when he climbed out the boat, he took his eyes off Jesus. Yes. And he, he sank. You know, so... And what happened? And Jesus put out his hand. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. love. Now let's hop over to Ephesians chapter 3. And I just want to read this from two different uh, versions. Ephesians 3, 14 and 15. 14 and 15. I formed a bond with him. Amen. Are you guys there? I'm there. Amen. I got two amens. Ephesians 3, 14 and 15. Okay. Amen. Okay. It says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Now the NIV says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and earth derives its name. Mm. Can I, can I write, read the Amplified Classic? Yeah, I'll go for it. For this reason, seeing the greatness of his plan by which you are built together in Christ, 
I'll bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, mm. I love that. Beautiful. I can literally, when you read the scripture, I can hear Catherine Coleman. Yes. I can actually see her bowing her knee. Yes. Woo. So I love that. Like all fatherhood comes from God. Yes. And let's be honest, like on the earth, they are like really good fathers. Like yes. Trevor and I were all blessed with a very good father. Yeah. You know, like he has been faithful. Mm. Uh, he's knowledgeable. Like he like works, you know. And But that came from God. Yeah. That came. Now, I do feel sorry for those that don't experience that. Yeah. yeah. But like all fathered, I just think the way you, you love animals, mm. like that love, it came from God. Yeah. It, it really did, mm. you know. Yes, that yeah. sort of love, you know, the Bible says a righteous man considers his beast. Mm. And that's yes. that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Susan's like, where's that scripture? <laughs> How do you know? That, scripture? that is in Proverbs, eh? Yeah. Thank you. yeah, it's in Proverbs. But like all fatherhood comes from God. Yeah. Now, um, out of all these scriptures that we read, can you guys like quote some stuff from these scriptures, what you have seen in it of God loving us? Yes, definitely. Well, I saw in a previous version of it, the, of the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Mm. What stood up to me, so many people, people are starting questions, Lord, you love me, where's your love? Mm. If they haven't got Jesus, they're not going to experience the love. Yeah. No, not at all. Because not that, at all. that's one that's one sign very clearly. If people are looking for God's love, they haven't found Jesus. Yeah. I'm sorry mm. to say that. Yeah. And, and His love is there for everyone. Yes. And, if they and don't. you can never be separated from it, yes. yeah. ever. I mean, that, yeah, that means, is awesome. That means orphan, orphans, is, it's not, it doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's our father. Amen. We are his. He's ours. Amen. We, yeah, you're right. We have been adopted. Like yeah. the days of like living in a, a wicked orphanage, yes. that's over. Mm. That's finished. So yes. you were a sinner yeah. saved by grace. Yes. You were an orphan. And now you belong Adopted. to the king. Yeah. Yes. So for time's sake, uh, we can't go through all these other scriptures, but uh, let's just do this exercise. Uh, Susan, can you start drawing cards out here, please? Just one at a time. Now, God is, he is loving all of us. Like we've just read like tons of scriptures. He is. Turn the words around. No. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. You can just pick one. So God proved his love. With Jesus, we don't have to question that anymore. And every one of us have been on a path with Him. Mm -hmm. And every card in that it talks about like a different area in one's life. So, uh, Susan, <coughs> you're just going to read what's on the first card, and uh, we're going to testify. You know, the Bible says we've overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. That's it. And I would like us all to to testify, even if it's just once, uh, about something. But uh, let's give God glory uh, tonight. You so, keep mine? no, no, no. Um, you, you're just gonna you're just gonna read it and protection. then. Protection. Okay, protection. Uh, so you can put that one side. Okay. So protection. How has God been protecting you? Psalm ninety-one. I mean, uh, like what oh. testimonies <laughs> do you have? Everyone she... has experienced divine protection. Yes. Mm. You know. I so have. yeah. Okay. So how have you guys been protected? I've told you guys the story about the taxi that went through the red robot and the Lord told me to stop. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that was that was very divine because I actually couldn't move the car forward. It's literally halted. The Lord literally stopped the car. That is awesome. Because he was telling me to stop and I was still new as a Christian. 
and I, I mean, I wasn't used to hearing his voice. So when he said stop, I was still like um, trying to question it, and I couldn't move forward. And the taxi went right through the red robot, and I would have died that day. Sure. So yeah. And then there was the situation at the bank, where if I'd left five minutes earlier, I would have been in where they had the at Linton Grange banks where there was a, a robbery. Wow. And I was going to the bank. So. Sure. So yes, I've got testimonies. <coughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> and the, my car where my, my golf was written off, I walked out unscathed. Yeah, oh, that God. is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. So who's next? Yeah, let me. I'm gonna take. Uh, it's when you and I were out one night, so I'm gonna take it from you before you can use it. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to steal one. <laughs> anyway, um, so. You you got <laughs> you got to be so careful. You must you must always listen to the Lord. But um, I just felt like a chocolate, and I said to Oh yes, yeah. Let's go to the store and let's go and get a chocolate. So we took a walk. Lovely evening. And can I throw this in? Uh, the Lord was actually speaking to you that night, yeah. saying you mustn't go. And uh, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to go. Like the Lord said, leave your phone at home because yeah. it was a new phone. Yeah. And. Uh, I'm like, no, like, I can't, I can't break this chat. Yeah. Because if you come back later, you can't pick up, yeah. you know. But I, I took my phone with because I knew better than God, which I really didn't. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so the Lord said, don't go. And I said, no, man, I wanted chocolate. It's weird. What do you mean, don't go? You know, so we went. So I got my chocolate. I'm happy. And we're walking down the street. And I hear... The Holy Ghost again. He says, pretend that you're running into one of these apartment blocks. I'm like, why? It's so weird. And the next second, within seconds, it happened so fast. These three guys came behind us and stabbed me and stabbed Andrew in the back. Sure. But, and when they, when they went for Andrew, I went forward and the guy pulled my shirt and... Um, they they were proceeding to rob us. I didn't even know I was stabbed. Yeah, no. neither did I. And mm. no. God. Yeah, let me tell you. Yeah. So I had, watch this, this is how you know it's God. Mm. I had notes in my pocket and I had my phone in my other pocket and he stuck his hand in my pocket and he couldn't feel the money. So I was like, yeah, you Robbies, <laughs> you're getting nothing from me. Stuck his hand in the other pocket, keys were there and everything. Felt nothing, he was blinded. And unfortunately, Andrew's phone was in his hand. It was at night, and so, you know, the screen. Mixer. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Thank you, Mixer, thank you. <laughs> so that, with that conversation with that girl. Yeah, so... Like we, we saw the knives and then they they ran. The one guy, his eyes went massive. Yeah. He's staring at me and I was like, I don't know, why is he looking at me like that, you know? And he's looking at Andrew and he's like, We didn't drop to the floor, we didn't yeah. scream, we didn't do nothing. He couldn't understand it. They they stabbed Andrew in the back with a knife. Stabbed me up here with with a knife. <laughs> that those knives did not go into us. Yeah, it was actually funny, like, when they ran off, like, we were, like, in shock. We're like, what just happened? Yeah, and because I'm, it happened like that. Yeah. Now, I was wearing, like, a nice shirt. The shirt was new. Yeah. I don't remember, like, what fabric it was. It was very smooth. It was, like, silk. And I felt a bit itchy on my back. 
and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like feeling my back. I'm like, Trevor, just feel a bit itchy. Yeah. And that knife like ripped through that brand new shirt, obviously. Yeah. And uh, I was bleeding a bit in the back, but the blade didn't go deep. No, and but we, but we saw the knives. We saw it. It's not small knives, oh. and it's uh, it's filthy knives as well. Obviously, yeah. I mean they yeah. they the scum of the. You Look, know, they're not going to sterilize uh, no. sterilize a knife before they stab someone. No, no, yeah. they're not. You know. <laughs> and so we get back. I see my shirt's full of blood, mm. and I was like, "What's this?" <laughs> we get it. Jen is like stressing my sister. She's stressing. You guys need to go to the doctor and, and get stitches. So I said, for what? So they can make more holes to cover up the first hole. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense. I said, I'm not going to go. I'm just going to wash this off. And we just washed it off. And guess what? It just, we went to, no pain, nothing. Yeah. Flesh wound. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. And then, of course, you also have the gun. Um, Divine protection. Yeah. Protection as well. Yeah. So who's next? Actually, one time when Chrissy, <coughs> she was saying the hearts because kept in for break. That's tuck shot. It's a shot to clarify. Yes. Yeah. So um, she was actually seen under those lights, those long lights. Yeah. With those coverings on them. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they oh off. yes, I remember. Yeah. yeah. And then it fell, but it didn't hit her. Wow. That's awesome. The, it shattered all around her and in her bag and in her pencil case, but it didn't touch her. Jeez, wow. God. Why don't we know about this? Chrissy? I did tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I remember. You stint you with the testimony. <laughs> oh, And Frank, you got something? I have a lot of them. I have a lot. We could sit here the whole night. <laughs> um, yeah, there was one day I was walking... Um, it was the same day that he, that robbery took place. I was walking to Green Acres. Mm-hmm. Exact same time. These guys were coming on. And something said to me, these guys want to rob me. They both had knives. So I had my name Chucks. I ran to them. I saw swinging. <laughs> the guys were about to, to pull a knife. And they got a fright. The second time as well, it was on Sunday. It was about a couple of months ago. Like, the Lord keep on telling me not to go through that shortcut through um, Greenacres Village. Mm. And, yeah, these guys were walking, but, you know, sometimes I notice things, but I notice. So, they were walking there, and they were hiding. So, they were walking towards me. Then I got this thing where you flick, and it comes out. And as they were about to pull it up, I flicked the thing, and I missed them on purpose. Jeez. That guys got fright. And ever since then, I don't walk that way anymore. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, like God over the years has been protecting us like so much from him uh, telling my brother to lock the bathroom door from the passage of our one place. And Trevor obeyed. And he told all of us, look, the Lord said, lock the bathroom door from, you know, the passage. Not, you know, you can't lock yourself in the bathroom, (laughs) but from the outside. And then one day someone tried to get in. They actually broke into our bathroom. But they couldn't get past the door. And uh, we don't know. That guy could have had a knife. Yeah. He could have had a gun. Mm. We don't know. Mm. There's, there's a lot of testimonies like that. But we, we really don't have the time. Yeah. Uh, Susan, what's on the next card? Healings. Okay. Good. <laughs> Healing testimonies. Hmm. Okay, everyone is quiet. So I actually have one and I've never really told anyone this before. Mm. But 
but before I don't know it's like strange there were all these weird things that happened before we left Bloom and I don't know if anyone knew me when I moved home I actually used to have a growth that grew on my gum mm -hmm. and I believed for healing I remember for and it's it was still sort of there when we got married and I was very self-conscious about it because I didn't know what it was yeah and the Lord told me it was nothing to worry about and I believed for healing for that, and yeah. it went away. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah, that is awesome. I got healed of that, and I remember in Bloom as well. I kept getting this numb feeling in my back the whole time. It was so strange; like it just felt like I lost feeling in my back, like on the one side. And again, I went to the Lord about it, and I just said to him, like, "What is going on?" And he again, he said to me, "It's nothing serious. Don't worry about it." Yeah. I got into my healing scriptures. I was watching healing teachings like it was coming out of my ears. And I just kept saying, I'm healed. Mm. And I think even before I left Bloom, that had disappeared. And I've never experienced wow. that again. That so is awesome. Yeah. Well, some of you know, two weeks ago, I, I got the bug. It wasn't a Y2K bug. No, um, this bug, uh, actually, my, my father actually picked up from his work. <coughs> You should have left it there. And it was a vicious bug. I don't want to go into detail, yeah. but it was it was vicious. And this bug lasts between 24 hours and 48 hours. And I told Trevor about it. He prayed for me. I was getting toward my side, and it only sat on me for 11 hours. Wow. Not even 12, not even half a day. Yeah. It could not stay on my body long. It, it was funny, the whole family, every now and again, they're like, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Yeah. Uh, but With like <laughs> after 11 hours, that thing was gone. Yeah. Now, if that's not God, then I don't know what is. Yeah. Because other people would sit maybe for like two days yes. with yeah. it. And uh, that, that thing was vicious. But uh, God is, is a God of healing. Amen. Anyone? Remember, yeah, I've got one as well. I'm thinking one time uh, Megan came home and, you know. Oh, this is what I was going to tell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she came home and she's always full of energy. She's mm. like the Energizer Bunny. and <laughs> Jack in a box. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Mm. Place is quiet here. Yeah? But when she comes home, it's did 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 you know. <laughs> and it's just, it, it, it's just so much fun. How's it going? <laughs> and this Friday night she came home and she was quiet and she said she does not feel well now that's very very rare for her mm. and that was the time of COVID as well COVID was also still going around mm. and she just said she just needs to crawl into bed and I felt bored was waiting for her the whole day <laughs> and now she's gone to sleep so i'm still sitting here so i was like no ways i'm not gonna accept this so i go and talk to the lord about it and you know the holy ghost has just got a way of convincing you and while she laid there on the bed he said this to me and he gave me this image he said if you look at her body and he said, and, and you're to see like a white cloud in her body. That represents my healing power that's already in there. So I was like, okay. And he said, then these thin little sticks of a germ or a virus 
is on the outside trying to penetrate that. Mm. Well, that just changes your perspective of every on yes, everything. So you realize yeah. how, how little power it has. Yeah, you're like, oh. So then I, I you must try being sick with him. <laughs> yeah, so it's not gonna happen. Yeah. So I was like. Well, I just went off into the, let her sleep, and I, I commanded that thing. I said, get off of her body. Hmm. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you get off and you leave her now. I call her heel from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. And I just left it like that, and I praised the Lord, just hopped onto the bed, sat next to her. Oh, it wasn't half an hour. She just sat right up. And she you said, to eat? Yeah, she said, Do you want something to drink? Do you want okay. cappuccino? I said, Okay. Good old cappuccino. And she went and she made us cappuccinos and hey, I'm feeling hungry. And it was as if it was ne never there. And I said, Oh, praise the Lord. Well, yeah. And like it didn't, it tried to get on you, but it couldn't. No, that didn't. And then we just enjoyed being. Because uh, obviously, then if you had COVID, no. which we we never went to go and get tested, no. so I'm not no, having no. that stuff no. happening to me. No. Thank you. Um, my bosses were a bit angry with me because I wouldn't go get tested, and I still said to him, "Well, you can pay for my test then, because I'm not going to go pay that money for a test, and I'm not sticking that thing up my nose no either." Ways. No And uh, they eventually left me alone, and because uh, everyone had COVID, they had to close the shop down for like almost two weeks. And boy, did we have a lack of time. Oh, it was so nice. I think Haley had it the worst. Yeah. Um, so we prayed over her quite a bit and, yeah. and read scriptures and stuff to her. Um, but Trevor, oh please, couldn't even touch mm. him. Um, I think I was man down for a day. Yeah. Um, I even went, I, I was actually, I actually worked with COVID. And yeah. I didn't sure. even know. Yeah. yeah, the other people in the same car. Yeah. Got it really bad. Yeah, All three. That four of them bad. in a small confined car, yes. windows up, uh, where that germ could just and that virus could go crazy. Uh, it didn't last so long on her. All of them were man down, and they mocked us because we were in faith. Yeah, we'll pray for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But well, you know guess what? what? Our faith worked. Yes. Like the Bible says, God sent His word and healed them. That's yeah. it. And uh, it's amazing how someone with the word. That stuff can't live on them. Yeah. You know, uh, I just think for time's sake, let's just go over two more categories. There's a lot more, but let's just go over two more categories. Then we can end uh, tonight's service. Warnings. Warnings. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Warnings. Warnings. Warnings, yeah. Oh, so, okay. I've got, a, I've got a testimony. Go for it. It's not really a testimony. If you've warned you. Um, my brother approached me and said to me, he wants the whole family to move to Bloom. We're all going to pack up and move. The Lord said to me, don't go. He didn't just say to me, don't go. He gave me scripture and three other people from church who said to me, the Lord told me, you can't, you mustn't go. Sure. So I packed up and I went to Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, can I just throw this in? And God said to Abraham, leave your family and go to a land that I will show you. And you read the next verse and it says, and Lot went with him. <laughs> Uh, that's why I will always say, do not ever go against yeah. what God says, because yes. we are still trying to pick up the pieces mm. from that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. Oh, no, no. Let's all uh, testify. Well, uh, there wait. is something that happened to me during my particular farewell. I actually never had a particular farewell. 
because I got warned not to go there. Okay. Because uh, my mother warned me that something bad is going to happen if I go there. And what happened is the guys in my class, some of them tried to steal a battery out of a car in front of the police. They all got a lot. Uh, they all got put in these vans. By the way, they had they had the fear that they're going to because we were that bad. And yet they still went and stole a battery right in front and outside, right in front of the police. And they all got locked up. So when I went there for the numbers the next day, the police vans came and I was the only one there. And they all came out. <laughs> they wow. spent the night in jail, dude. They all spent the night Praise in jail. Praise God, Frank. Yeah, that's lacquer. Yeah. So, you know, like everyone knows that testimony where, well, that warning mm. where I was looking at this German luxury car and uh, the card papers, the body was That's in amazing. very nice condition. I still got a lot of photos of that car. Uh, the interior, this car was full house and he was standing on the outside. He just turned the key. He wasn't like praying that the thing starts. Yeah. He just turned it, the car started once and I'm looking at this car and I'm like, I'm going to buy it. And the Lord said, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. You know, and I f- the best way I can describe it is I felt ugly on the inside yes. about it. And I'm like, why? This car is all original. The the body, it, it was still a diamond blue with a gray mm. interior. And uh, I said, okay, I'm going to buy the car. And the next day, the car didn't want to start. Mm. And that whole car, the, that whole fuel system was filled with sand. And I actually lost like a few thousand when I sold that car. Mm. That was one of the many, many warnings. Yeah. That uh, like God's like, he He loves us and he's protecting us yeah. all the time. You know, does anyone else have a Frank, Yeah, I've had warnings through dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, very hardcore, explicit dreams like 4K TV or 8K, whatever <laughs> you get now. You know, not to go and see certain people or go to a place and all that. And then, within a few days later, word for word, scene by scene, praise wow. exactly God, eh? like that. Jeez. Wow. You know, so, yeah, so some pretty scary dreams that will make your hair stand up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's on three, four occasions that's happened to me. Wow. Yeah. It's a love of God, eh? And then the last category. General blessings. General blessings. Okay, we all got that. Yeah. So we want to testify. Yeah, just the fact that we're breathing. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. That's a plus. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Just All the, the fact time. that we're breathing. Yeah. And that's it. Well, and then you can take it from there. So. Well, for me, like I had a lot of debt when I, when I was forced to leave that place where I was working yes. because uh, my eyes were messed I don't know up. If this actually falls under general, eh? It's quite a major one. <laughs> He's getting rid of the last debt, but yes. I had a couple, like big ones. Mm. And I don't know how the Lord did it. Neither do I. Because in the natural, it's impossible. Yes. And the Lord has been just wiping them out like one by one. And you know? that has testified so much to me. You yeah. have no idea. Yeah. Because these loans and that, when I was uh, working, when I was younger, I was very foolish. And the Lord would say, the Lord would tell me, don't get a loan. Yeah. Mm. And I would still get it. That's Well, that's another warning. And I would get it and, you know, use the money, enjoy the money while it lasted. Mm. But then a person like sits with all those loans. And these aren't like 500 grand loans. Mm. You know, they were like a good couple of grand each. And the way the Lord's been working in my life, like it's just amazing. Yes. 
he I, I learned like the power of a seed yeah mm. to to break free from debt from watching you mm. like eliminate one debt after another mm. just by paying a little here and a little there like you think it's a little but when you look again because because God, if you do your part, he's going to do the rest. Yeah, mm-hmm. But, you know, the thing is, like, I've I've been sowing seed yes. toward that debt freedom. Yeah. yeah. And you sowed seed into me. You sowed seed into Trevor. It would amaze me. I'll phone up these uh, the creditors, and in the beginning, they'll say, okay, it's like this big amount. Then, like, a, m- a month or two later, I phone them, and that amount got cut in half. Yeah. And I did not pay 50%. Sure. Yeah. Oh, the Lord did. Yeah. So like that, that's why I say like that right there, that's supernatural, you know. Mm, yeah. uh, anyone else? For me, you know, uh, Tim and I, you guys know about that apartment where I stayed. You know, yes. I actually got robbed. And that put a lot of fear in me. Mm. It made me so fearful that I used to go at night and go to the shop after work. After that, it put so much fear in me <laughs> that I didn't actually go. I actually stopped going to, to shop. Mm. Um, I got there even to, to organize us Uber's <laughs> it was that bad I said Lord I can't live like and when the channel came back my life I said Lord I can't let her stay here because mm. it's not something happens and my other problem was she had to go to the clinic a lot and you know what God opened the door so, mm. I mean I applied for that place long ago I was supposed to get it before the guy next door got it for me but for some reason because he's Works for the family, he got in. But you know what? I was angry about it, I was upset. You know, I'm saying, you know what? It's not right, not fair. But God had his reasons. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, God opens doors, he closes doors. A lot of people think man is controlling a man yeah. of you, but God has a final say. And then God opened the door for me for that apartment. You know Amen. how blessing it is? Yeah. I mean, they break into places here, yeah, even in, 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 in uh, uh, what you call it? Even Malco is not safe anymore. Mm. But where I was, sa- where I'm staying, yeah, it, it, I got, I got security, I got parking. There was someone trying to get in, was knocking in a garage, mm. and then the sec- we got a security to come in now. Oh. Yeah, I got them. If anything happens, I got them at speed down. So they tried to break in the the garage. Yeah. But you protected. Yeah, yeah. I mean that place is, it's wonderful. It's much better. Mm-hmm. Um, the rent is cheap mm-hmm. and secondly the thing is it's like it's nice mm-hmm. it's countable um, it's not that hot mm-hmm. it's not that cold and like I used to in my old, in my old place I used to sleep with like almost 10 blankets yeah I was there and that's just one or two blankets <laughs> it's that's, nice that's nice right yeah, that's, that, that's that really I told cool. my wife it's a blessing of it God. is a blessing mm-hmm. yeah. uh, anyone else and then we can close Maybe a testimony that's more actually about my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to mind me telling this. Um, I think it's like a, a healing, a protection, and a general one. And what was the other one? Uh, a leading warning. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the warning one. No, it's not. Oh. I don't know if you'll remember like years ago, uh, you had an ulcer. Mm. We had to, she was bleeding internally and nobody sure. knew. Nobody knew. And she, we don't know how long it was happening for. Um, until the day she collapsed, we had to rush her to hospital. And let me tell you, we don't have medical aid. So the first place you go is Green Acres Hospital. And there they turn you away if you cannot pay. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened my parents had sold their house. 
and my dad had just received the money for the house and he had cash wow. money in the safe. Wow. So they wouldn't touch my mother until they'd paid 15,000 rand. Mm. But <coughs> the day we took her in, she was literally moments away from going into shock. I wheeled her in the wheelchair from the P where PEGP used to be. And we took her to PEGP because obviously the ho- we're thinking hospital, can't get her there. We, d- we didn't know what was wrong. Wheeled her in there and the doctor said, your mom's going into shock. You better get her to the hospital right now. Wow. I'm thinking, we can't afford that hospital. Mm-hmm. But in the wheelchair from there, I wheeled her into the casualties and they booked her in immediately because they said if she was five minutes later, yeah. she would have died. Sure. So she yeah. should actually not be here today. Wow. But she yeah, cool. she is because mm. the Lord is so good and the money was available to pay for it. And I think mm. my daddy still got um, a refund as well from the money. Um, and she, they had to give her two pints of blood. I think it was two, four, four pints of blood. Wow. She wouldn't have been here today. That's the of goodness of God. That... that burst that she didn't even know about. Mm. So, Well, she probably did, but she's the type of person who won't say anything. So, sure. yeah. So there's your healing <laughs> and your... Uh, Provision. Protection. Uh, protection and yeah. all of that. Okay, guys, we're going to end off tonight's service. Thank you for coming, everyone. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So, so keep, keep on, on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, Why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.